We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. It feels like Miami. Miami, Miami. Miami, Miami. Miami, Miami. Miami. Welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Giancarlo Navas. And today, we're doing things a little differently. Uh, we're not doing our normal pod today. Uh, instead, I wanted to give you guys a little sample, a little taste, if you will, of another project that we're doing. Uh, we go on Locker Room. It's an app for iOS. Uh, so any Apple or, or iPad or iPhone or whatever device. Uh, and it's this, this app where you kind of create voice rooms, kind of like Clubhouse. If you think about it, and it's for sports. And what we've done on this app is we've kind of been more interactive with our listeners. So you do these live shows after every game. We do it like about twice a week, not after every game, but about twice a week at 10 a.m., like a mid-morning show. Uh, Tiff, myself, Siobhan, Alf, uh, all the hippie personalities are on, and we kind of take turns. And, and we do like these little shows for people, and they can kind of call in and talk to us, and it's really interactive, and it's a lot of fun. It's through your phone. It's really easy, no stress at all. And we've been posting these episodes to our Patreon feed patreon.com slash miami heat beat um and we kind of wanted to give the pod audience maybe like a little taste of what you're missing out if you want if you want to get involved and be on one of these locker room shows you know download the app if you have an apple device and uh come join us you know usually around 10 a.m if you follow us on twitter at mi heat beat uh you'll see when we post out the, the episode links and all that and, and you just get on the app and it's really easy like if you really open the app and you go to the nba page i mean we're usually like at the top especially at that time of day not a lot of shows going on so we're pretty easy to find, uh, and we post the extra episodes that we do on Locker Room to our Patreon feed, uh, patreon.com slash Miami Heat Beat. So uh, we just wanted to give you guys a taste because we never posted one to the main feed. We don't like to clutter it, and we thought today would be kind of an interesting time to experiment, to, to kind of show you guys what we're doing. Don't worry. You know, this is still going to be a, a Miami Heat Beat and a, um, a, and, uh, and a Hangover Time pod feed, but we just wanted to kind of give you this little this little extra content so you guys can see if this is something that interests you, uh, if this kind of show is something that you want to participate in, or if you can't because you're working at that time, you just can't make it, you, know, you can join our Patreon feed and uh, get them on replay. So enjoy. Remember, it's it's through it's through the app. It's through the phone. So we're not on our mics. We're just talking into our phone. Uh, so the audio quality is not 
normally what you'd expect out of Heapy, but I think it's still pretty. Listen, I, I think it's still pretty good. I think it, I think it's pretty solid, and I, I haven't heard complaints yet. So uh, let us know what you think. Uh, tweet us, give us a five star review if you feel like we deserve so, and enjoy this episode with myself, the great Tiffany Meeks, and your Heat Twitter president, Alf. <laughs> This is a Locker Room production. Good morning, Tiff. Morning. Let's How see. If we, I'm good. Let's see if we get anybody up in here. I know. We have a, <laughs> a contractual obligation. We have a contractual obligation to be here. <laughs> Which was funny because I'm like, I was like, damn. I was like, last night sucked. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even watch the whole thing. I like passed out at one point and then I was just like, oh. I just, G, don't be on the ledge. I, this is who they are. This is who they are. Then I'm going to say it before somebody gets in here, G. I've been telling you all year. This is what it is. Good the morning, Eric. Good morning, Eric. <laughs> the locker room for takes. The pod is more measured. I was thinking about that this morning. Yeah. I was like, I woke up and I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna scorch everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, I also have a pod today. I was like, no, but the pod's always more measured. I do research. Yeah, you can yeah. you can rail against the machine on the on, on the <laughs> locker room. It's my space to vet. I'm just this is your up. space to rail against the machine. Do what you want to do. Oh God, I hate this machine so much. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. To Good our morning. Locker room session. Is that my boyfriend, Jack? Good morning, Jack. Oh, look at him. He's here. Good morning, oh. Jack. Host of the pregame show. Heath. <laughs> I fixed it. I know. I don't have much time to talk. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> you love, nobody loves pointing out my typos like you and Dose. I just got the notification on my phone and I was like, that's perfect. <laughs> Panic time for the Heath. Panic time for the Heath. I, they are Heath. <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of things and good is not one of them. <laughs> Hold on, let me tweet out the link so we can get we can have our full attention here. Um, oh, well, I see at, at Brass Jazz. Are you on your bike? Yeah, Brass like does bike riding in the morning, like a, like a like a good <laughs> like a good healthy American. All right, well, everybody, welcome to our locker room session. Um, we have uh, some back to back losses to chew on. Tiff was telling me before we started uh, to, you know, to stay off the ledge. This is who they are. Uh, but I'm upset. I'm disappointed. I'm like a parent. You know, like Dwayne Dedman looks like he's an uncle babysitting people. I'm sure that he was disappointed. Yadonis was disappointed. You know, they, Tiff, they put together like stretches like the first quarter where you're like, huh, they're good. And then they just like the wheels fall apart very mm-hmm. quickly. They can't score. And weirdly, they haven't been able to get stops. And you just kind of look and you're just like, well, <laughs> I don't really know how any of this gets fixed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you want me to say it? Like, yeah. is it a secret? Because we all know how it gets fixed. <laughs> like, you got to have more consistent players. That's how it gets fixed. That's it. That's that's it. One hundred percent. You need more consistent players. That's it. And that and, and consistency is everything. Better defense, better rebounding, better boxing out, better shooting, taking better shots. Paying attention to the details. Like you need all these things, right? And you've got a group of players where some of them do it all the time. Some of them do it 80% of the time. And some of them do it 50% of the time. So this is what you got. Nuggets had 17 threes yesterday. Um, Funny enough, Miami actually hit their threes and they lost. They shot 40% as a team, 13 for 32. Um, You know, they they got something out of Ariza. They got something out of Duncan. Uh, and again, another game where they get nothing out of Tyler. They get, I guess, a half out of Bam. Um, you know, I don't think he was that impactful offensively the second half. 
um, two rebounds, six assists. That, you know, the scoring was there, but then the other stuff that really makes them special. Tiff, I actually want your thoughts on this. Okay. I was thinking about how people want, you know, scoring Alpha Bam. And I think that he should absolutely, like, look for his, his scoring more. But I also think what makes him special is how willing a passer he is, right? And I kind of wonder how much of that do you sacrifice by being a score first guy all the time? And I, I kind of wanted your thoughts because I don't, I don't know how I feel. Uh, so I wanted to like kind of gauge the room and see what, what people think. I think for me, like when, when I, at a young age, when I played, um, because I was, it's so funny because like, I think about like all these things, like I was the smallest person on my team. I'm five, seven. Our point guard was five eleven, right? I'm five, seven. I was score first. That's literally what I did. All I did, all I could do was score. And then I, when I broke my shoulder, you know what I couldn't do as much anymore? I couldn't score. So then you got to realize like how to pick and choose your points. Like you got to learn when to pass and when to try to score. That's literally what I think the biggest thing about him is like he his game when he's on is beautiful. He can do everything on the court that you need him to do. Not many players in the league can do everything. He can do everything. And I'm not exaggerating. Like he can literally do everything. Um, but I think what sometimes players need to realize is that sometimes you got to be a little bit selfish to get the team where they need to go. Um, and in this stretch, I would prefer more scoring bam than him always looking for the handoff, always looking for the assist because he's a load when he's scoring and, and he's a player that outright has to be doubled when he's scoring. And then you make it easier for the other players because if they're doubling him, then it's the smart play to kick it out. It's never smart when you've got a point guard guarding you and you're the center to kick it out. That's never the smart play. Cause if they're not, if they're not doubling you, you take the shot because you need him to take the shot because you need him to get that confidence. And if he doesn't have the confidence, this team doesn't go anywhere. And people can say whatever they want about like Jimmy pulling us at, pulling us out of wins. If we fall into the play in tournament, Jimmy's not doing that this year by himself. So if Bam's not assertive, it's not happening. You need, you need scoring Bam right now because no one else is scoring. Like that's really where it falls. Like you said, you didn't get much from Tyler. So if you don't get much from who, who's supposed to be your third option score, that means that you need more scoring from Jimmy and Bam. Well, Jimmy's the one who didn't take shots last night. So I don't know. I know that, like, I agree with every single part of what Tiff said. And I'm, we talked about it on the pregame show last night, G. Um, I think there's plenty of valid criticisms of Bam's offense and what he chooses to do. I've said that it's not so much about him not scoring about than about him being indecisive. It's the decisiveness that pisses me that, like, it, if he's passing and it comes within the offense, that's great. But when he like kind of waits around, doesn't know what to do. That's what kills them. But I don't know. He had 21. I know like a lot of it came in the first half, but Jimmy took eight shots. That's not going to do it. I'm sorry. Like five for eight's not going to do it for, from Jimmy. He's supposed to be their best player. I know like he still had a good night, I guess. So did Bam, but like it wasn't good enough. Right. And if you're gonna hold the stars accountable, like you gotta hold Jimmy accountable too. Like he right. needs to do more on a night like that if they're gonna beat a team like the Nuggets. Right. But I that mean, wasn't the, the question. The that wasn't that the question, Jack. <laughs> that wasn't the question, Jack. He didn't ask me I, about Jimmy. <laughs> no, I which is why I agree with what you're saying. Like you're I, I think what everything you said was right. Right. I, I do think but like I think there's been so much pile on about them that like No, Jimmy know, has to be better. Jimmy has to be better, and then you know, we all know what the actual problem is, which is 
It's Don't not you and them. It's everybody else. <laughs> exactly. And I think also like I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna lean into a little bit that like Jimmy's not right. Yeah. Like there is his physically like he could have used the night off. Like there he he probably could have used that night off where. You know, he's stubborn and he probably thought we got to try to get this win. So I'm going to play. It might have been more beneficial for him to sit out. That's why I kind of give him a pass, because second night of a back to back and probably not 100 percent with ankle. Um, Right. No, he does. When does he get a little bit of a pass? Like Jimmy gets some rest here and there. Um, Well, I mean. I listen, I gave I I've gave Bam a pass all year because of the development that he's already shown. And he's still he's still young and like he's been asked to do a lot more this year. But at the same time, it's like there's no more and and for Jimmy either, there's no more passes. There's no passes for anybody at this point. Like you you're like in the seventh seed right now. You can't afford to be in the play in. So there's no more passes. There's no more growing pains. Like it's your job. Go out, do it. Like that's it. Like how, how much more can we say that they didn't get enough from this person? Well, we already knew two nights out of three, they're not going to get enough from this person. We already know this. And it's funny because we, we talk about like this and like needing more from these. And I do think that if they, play their best if they really hit their win conditions hit their threes clean up the rotations they can't win game like but they just haven't shown us all year that they can do these things right because we've seen these guys and and credit to duncan he's kind of come back which by the way like really nice game from duncan as a playmaker yesterday <laughs> um a couple times took dudes off the dribble found cutters uh, while while driving uh, really hitting that pocket pass really nicely when that second defender steps up on, on his handoffs. I thought he was like the most impressive thing I saw last night. But they haven't had games where like all their good players play well, right? And I don't know why that is. I have no explanation for that. We can sit here, we can break down film and stats and, and, and give our takes. But I mean, <laughs> it, they just don't play well together. Like they haven't all played well together. It's fucking outrageous. To that point, can I say one last thing? I got to leave because I got to walk the dogs and then get ready. But um, Cooper Moorhead and Marco Romo on Twitter said something about it yesterday when Tyler Hero had a pretty nice pass to Bam on the pick and roll. How many players do they have that can hit Bam on the pick and roll? Like, it's Duncan and Tyler. And that's not, that's not, those guys aren't point guards. Those guys aren't stellar passers. Because Tyler does not play make to that level consistently. No, absolutely not. And like, you know, we I'm going to let sh- y'all talk about anything else. <laughs> That's the last thing I'll say about like the BAM situation. Well, he doesn't. Ha- we need a point guard. Have- <laughs> he's a really good playmaker and he's a ra- great ball handler for a center. But he should not be your point guard. No, he's he shouldn't. An incredible role man, and they don't have anybody who can get him to. Jokic isn't even the point guard for Denver. Exactly. But the whole point is what we've been saying all year is that regardless of Victor Oladipo and this person and this person, the Heat need a pure point guard. Yeah. They need a pure passer. They need someone when it's four minutes left in the clock to say it's our ball. Everybody get to your spots and let me run this play. That's what they I'll, need. I'll kind of disagree with you on that. I just think they need a playmaking guard. No, I don't think it has to no. Be, um, because I don't want Jimmy always having the ball in clutch situations. I want no, someone else that's to. That's why we need Victor Oladipo. Playmaking Oladipo. guard and point guard is the same thing, though, G. Like, if you <laughs> need a shooting guard who can play point guard, that still addresses the issue. No, yeah, right. yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like they could I, use I LeBron guess, James guess, too. Right, like that's not a point guard, right, but like right. you know, it's the same issue. Exactly. No, 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 I, guess, I guess my thing was more of just like because I, I was because it's, it's funny that Tiffany mentioned that because I was thinking that and I was like, you know, obviously like Lowry is a guy that, that kind of like you know, I don't listen. If you don't stop talking about Kyle Lowry, what they're linked? They were linked to him yesterday. Somebody <laughs> reported that they wanted him in the office. I'm not it's trying over. to give him. Tw- listen, it's over. It's not my money, but if it's 25 million for two years, I'd rather that money go to a younger point guard. I'm just saying. They they can't pay him that, I don't think. But that's what he wants. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> uh, so, I'm, I'm let's okay, just... I'm okay giving him, like, a one or two year deal with an option, and then, you know, you kind of roll it over until somebody more... Attractive. So you just want more old like, knees out there. But, but you just want more old spend players. That money on the Dark Knight? You want more old players. Yeah, it, He's <laughs> gone, dude. If that money isn't going to Kendrick's Lowry, gone. it's going to Kendrick Nunn. It's not Lonzo. going to... Why are we really thinking... See, this is where you guys got to stop. They're, they're not keeping Kendrick Nunn. I don't know why anybody thinks they are going to keep Kendrick Nunn. There's no way in the yeah, world that Kendrick... Not. It's not they're happening. Not. It, does, it doesn't matter how much money they got. They're not keeping Kendrick Nunn. That's done. It's 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 over. It's I, done. This is the this is the last season he'll be in that uniform because they're not going to match any deal that comes his way. Period. I think he's an unrestricted free agent anyway. So oh, like, so any so yeah, he's going to go for the money because they're not they they're not going to give it to him. But, I got to be honest with you. They miss out on Lonzo. They miss out on Lowry. And they miss out. They on didn't miss. Money. They didn't miss out on Lonzo. They didn't miss out on Lonzo. I'm saying this summer available to get traded. <laughs> and and he was half-heartedly out there to be traded. It wasn't that he was they didn't push the chips in the middle of the table and say Lonzo's on the trade block. That's not what happened. Nobody missed out on Lonzo because inherently they didn't want to trade him in the first place. They just put it out there as a technicality. He wasn't that's really a, on the table. That situation was weird because like he wasn't like playing well earlier in the season <clears throat> and then New Orleans was like, "Okay, well we'll we'll consider moving him because Exactly. We're not, he we're started not playing play well and what happened? Then the dude started shooting 40% from 3 and looked really good when they kind of moved him right. cuz they, they actually moved him I think to the bench or to the off court yeah. spot. Yeah, they did. And he they, looked so good with Zion. Right. You didn't no one missed out on Lonzo. They kind of pulled the rug back on that. Nobody missed out. Is if they go for him this summer and something happens, then yeah, maybe they miss out. But they didn't miss out. Like Would you rather would you want to pay him like twenty mil a year for three years? Yep, I would. Hell That's yeah. Fair. I would. That's, fair. That's a totally fair I, because I won't dispute that, yeah. If Bam for is your future to defend. Yeah. If Bam is your future, then you need you need someone that can grow with him. You need someone that can push him and make him a better player. You don't need a player who's at the twilight of their career right now. I I only like the only thing I'll say to that is I do think like I know that Kyle's not like an all NBA guy now. And depending on the price point and kind of how they can fit that within their salary cap. I do think he's a guy that can give them exactly what they need, even at his age. And that's and Jimmy's windows now. So they can get a guy like him to play a couple of years. And I, I would, I believe if he, they give him two years, he and Jimmy would expire together. So you can kind of reset, you can like recalibrate how you're going to build your team. That's the only thing I'll say on that. I, if they go for a younger guy, I think that'd be really great. And if they I, 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 see, and I, I, I is an all star without a doubt. All right, you gotta get out of here. He's healthy. I felt like it, right. if he gets injured, then we got nothing. Wait, 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 wait. Who? Wait, oh, wait. Yeah. Who else is in here? Wait. All right, thanks, Luke. We're, yeah, we're a little proud yeah. I don't know who's in here. Who's in here? Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> What's up, Jesse? What do you got? A long time. <laughs> what you got? I'm raging about the heat last night. I just, I don't understand. We keep talking about tightening the rotation. Looking at these players, how isn't Gabe or Max getting any playtime in these blowouts? Like, just to see what they can offer. Because, like, we know the Kendrick Dunn roller coaster. We know he's going to get you the 30, like, the 20 minutes, one game, 20 points, one game, three points the next. Like, we know what Tyler's giving us, which is not much recently. Like, rotation just to see because I mean if we're not going to play any of these guys in the playoffs and 
won games and we're not winning right now with Gorn in any ways. Why isn't this in time to see what we can have in these guys? Jesse, you're, you're break, you were breaking up a little bit. Um, <clears throat> kind of, maybe maybe reset your connection. Uh, kind of what I, I mean, like, I don't know if Struess is the answer. I do like Gabe, uh, but again, I don't think there is much of a difference in your bottom line if you're playing, you know, Gabe 13 minutes or Kendrick 13 minutes or whatever, right? I, that, they just kind of are what they are. And those kind of fringe moves, like they're, they're beyond fringe moves, right? It's beyond playing a couple guys at the end of the bench over a couple other guys and you get like a little bit more production in the margins. That's, that's a thing if you're close, right? They have so much wrong with them. And and those guys that would replace are also flawed in their own way. So I, I don't really know what, you know, th- those small moves, I don't think make a difference. They're, they're fun to talk about and, and to argue, but I don't really I don't really see how moves like that actually affect them. Uh, what's up, Jamal? J- J- how do you say your name? J- Jalal? Hello? Are we working? Is there audio? He's muted. Jalal? I can hear you. Okay, you can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Jalal, are you are you there? Can you can yeah, hear Yeah, I can hear you. Sorry. I didn't hear anything for a while. No, yeah. Was, um good morning, guys. My my bad. Um I think the the main issue, and it's just something we've been saying all year, is that uh the team has too many either one skill or two skill specialists. Like you either have shooters who can't defend or you have guys who are supposed to be three and D, but they're not really elite shooters. Like Ariza is supposed to be three and D, but sometimes he's not giving you the three and the same thing can go for Iggy. So I think it's, um, it all goes back to the off season, like mishandling the, the chips that you had, and misvaluing them, and now it's coming back to so, kind of bite them in the ass. They have, they they have like such deep roster construction issues, and this thank and thanks so much by the way. Um, this still goes back to last season. Um, they have a bunch of either one way guys <clears throat> or like very specific skilled guys, right? So like Tyler can't defend a lick. And if he's not giving you, if he's having an off night on offense, you're really not getting anything because he's not even a playmaker. Uh, Kendrick, the same thing, right? The nights where Duncan looked not good, it, it also, you know, he, he's not, he's a, he's a defender that survives, right? But he's not providing you with, you know, enough defense to justify a lot of what he does. So they, you know, uh, and even Jimmy is not like a, you know, Jimmy's not a shooter, right? So Jimmy's not like a floor spacer. He does a lot off the ball, but, and Bam as well. So like they have a bunch of guys that can't do everything. They can just do like a couple things. And unless they're all firing on all cylinders, it's tough for them to really kind of cobble together the wins that they need. Tiff? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just, uh, I, listen. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is like... Let's, Story it's, of the season. It's like I'm just still sitting on my, my grandfather's front porch and I'm just watching the cars go by. 
That's just, <laughs> this is what it is. Like I, I am, I've grown to accept like the inconsistencies of this team. And the, and, and the bigger problem might be maybe they've grown to accept their inconsistencies. Really? Like, you know, like maybe they've grown to accept it, which is a bigger problem because you can't, you know, it's, it's not a formula for winning. It's not even a formula for like first round playoff winning. Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball player strikes out when the bases are loaded. The best golfer sometimes three-putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you for free with two-day shipping. And the whole process is discreet and straightforward. Get Getting started is simple. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete the online visit today to connect with the doctor and take care of it. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 to get $15 off your first month. Look, that's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. Get to roman.com slash heatbeat21. Go get started to save $15 on your first month of treatment. You know, I'll say this because Spo yesterday I thought was doing some interesting things. Like they were kind of running Bam off a screen to get him the ball in the middle of the lane. I really like that. I do think they're trying new stuff. And I think that at least because I I see a lot of hate for the coaching staff, Tiff, and Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to welcome in Eric in a second, but they, they try stuff Mm -hmm. and there's, there's a lot of adjusting. And this is not, and I'm by no means saying that this is like a coach of the year campaign for Eric Spolstra. Absolutely not. Um, But people go to the extremes and I'm just like, with Bam and with Spo, I was like, y'all got to chill. Like for you to say he's not doing anything, Maybe right. the players have accepted some of this, but I, I know the coaching staff, you, know, you could see in game that they're, they're, they're trying their damnedest. Right. Well, you're also limited to what you have. Yeah. So you can try a thousand different things, but if the players don't or can't execute what you want them to, that's, that's no fault of the coaches. So you can implement everything you want, but if they're not executing the game plan well, that's on them. That's on the players. 100, 100%. Which, by the way, Jokic shot, um, he shot like 40% yesterday. So despite them killing him, shot uh, six for six for 14. So mm-hmm. I know that everyone was upset at the defensive coverages, but I do think a lot of times they were able to force turnovers, force hard catches. Um, I don't think it was as bad. I think it looked bad because when he got a nice seal on Duncan, it just looked like shit. Uh, but I think for the most part, it kind of worked. What's up, Eric? Good morning. What's up, everybody? How's everybody doing? Good morning. We're doing good, man. We're, we're here. Uh, I have two questions. Number one, uh, what is Tyler Hero's ceiling? Like, the best he can become? And... <laughs> <laughs> Are you laughing? That's, that's a loaded. That's a loaded question. That's a loaded question. <laughs> and uh, how much does it drive you crazy to see Bam dribble to the free throw line, turn around, and do a dribble handoff? Oh my god! Okay, I want to start with that one. Oh, go ahead, G. Go ahead, that G. Shit. Thanks, Eric, so much. That shit drives me fucking crazy. Like, I don't I, like. At least jab step if you get there. Something like you don't help anybody by doing that. It, like they have this thing where, particularly Bam, they will be in a situation where they can create an advantage and shift the defense, and and then they don't. And it, it happens off the drives when they pass out of drives, even before the help comes. It happens before you know if if Bam has a guy isolated and they pass out of that, they never swing to shooters off a rotation they always swing to set defenses which is partly why their shooting sucks because you're never getting the ball with the defense moving and bam 
not like when Bam gets to the free throw line, he is in a position of strength and advantage because offense has the advantage in this league now. This is not the 90s. Teams score over a point per possession. That means that you score every time you get the ball, essentially, on average. So you have the advantage in the offense and the defensive and the deep, like when you get your best, biggest player at the foul line, like in space. That's an advantage. And when you pass out of that, when you decide to dribble out of that, you don't help anybody. You save the defense because they don't want you there. It drives me crazy. Well, you know, I, 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 hey, guys, first time, long time. Um, one of the things that you guys were just talking about, it kind of lends to the whole BAM thing and him, uh, you know, basically going, you know, almost robotically following whatever scheme or whatever – whatever play is set up the you can scheme all day long but the problem is there's a defense on the other side scheming as well and there's not a lot that a lot of these coaches a lot of these defense haven't seen so yes your scheme can be great but if your personnel if if your personnel can't sometimes break the scheme or take advantage of of things that they see yep. you know and and kind of go away from whatever the game plan was and that's why we've been talking over and over again since December that the heat need a dynamic scorer um because that was gone last year and a lot of times Goron's points did they came outside of the scheme mm-hmm. or they came off of a broken play or they came in early offense when he didn't didn't wait for a defense or an offense to set up. He just went to the rim. They don't have that guy, especially with go out. And so and the, the other guy that's supposed to be able to do it to the other point is uh Tyler Hero. And we have seen and I'm not saying he can't get there. I don't know what Tyler Hero's ceiling is. But right now, he ain't that guy. Like, he is not the guy, the dynamic scorer that's going to get downhill. And when the scheme breaks down, when they figure you out, right, when, when that little uh, bam dribble to the free throw line and nobody's there waiting for him because they know he's not going to look at the basket, and then he turns around and passes to a shooter who's covered because everybody know, knows what's coming – they don't have a guy at that point that can just say, "Okay, I'm gonna go get a bucket." That's fair. I mean, that's and, and that's what they lose without Goron. That's what they lose without yeah. like legit a three level scorer. Like that's gone, right? And if Jimmy doesn't put on the cape, they don't got right. that. Right. It's the improv. It's the part of the game that's like that people love and that people hate because it becomes that ISO. It becomes that one-on-one, but you need someone that can improvise. You need need someone. Yeah. You need someone that can go off script. Like you need that because then it becomes stagnant. Then it becomes robotic. Like Alf just said, and it's like, and when it becomes robotic, you're playing into the hands of the defense. It's you're like a giving, choreographed dance. Yes, you're giving them exactly <laughs> what they want. Oh, you got the two-step? Got it. <laughs> oh, they milli-rocking. They right? milli-rocking on this one. Okay. All right, I got you. Right. So this is where we are because it's like, oh, Tyler, we already know. You're trying to get... You're trying to get to your right. I already know that. You're trying to get to that mid-range. I already know that. Like, they know these things. Like, oh, you need a pick to get open. They know these things. They all need a pick to get open. (laughs) 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 We laugh because it's sad. (laughs) Nobody can beat their man, and nobody can stay in front of their man. Like, Like, Victor was so important, man. Like I, I miss him so much. I, I played two games, and I, I, I have, I, have, I miss him more than I've missed a Heat player in a long time, man. Like it felt, it felt like things were fixed. Like, oh, good, there's somebody else out there that the defense is afraid of. Now it's just like, oh, okay, all right. Picks, you would attack in, in early offense. I was like, whoa. <laughs> dribble, handoff, dribble, handoff, big, big, you know, uh, try, let's just try to uh, bounce pass in the middle of the lane that skips off of somebody's foot. Like, bam. Well, I don't know what bam was doing yesterday. Like, his, I don't know if his center of gravity was messed up because of mile high. Like, he kept throwing the ball at people's ankles and feet. And, I mean, 
it's 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 frustrating to watch. And Depot was supposed to fix this, and Bielita was supposed to be new Kelly. None of that is happening. <laughs> Bielita doesn't even play. Yo, I'm not gonna... last night on Hangover Time. Um, I love I love Bond's breakdown. So Siobhan was talking about kind of these, this Precious, and and she had one where Precious was on a short roll, and he passed to Ariza's ankles. I felt so bad for him. I was like, that was you know he made the right play. I go, he's just not a good passer. Leave him alone, Siobhan. <laughs> I was like, poor Precious. Like, Man, poor Precious. I don't blame nothing. Listen, Precious may still be a good player. Right. We don't um, know. I don't blame it, but you know what I will say. In hindsight, being twenty twenty. Uh, picking up a, uh, you know, I think there was like some hubris involved in picking another another guy that was, oh, we can make another Bam exactly. instead of just going to get a guard that can score. <laughs> get the surefire thing. Let's make Alf, a Bam. I think that they thought what I thought, and and you ended up being right on this. But I think that they're like, listen, we have Tyler and we have Goron, we have Duncan that could play a little two guard, and we have Kendrick. It's not perfect, but if we get a rookie, I don't think that he's going to make the kind of impact we need. And let's just go with a backup big because as of right now, we don't really have one. And I think that that's what they thought. But they got a tiny backup big. I know, right? They didn't even they didn't even get <laughs> well, the Bam's, biggest one Bam's they not, could. <laughs> no, you're right. Like you're right. I'm I'm detailing what I think their thought process was because it's what. It's how I felt. Now, I didn't really like the big pick. I would have preferred a wing or a power forward, but I understood why they didn't go for guard, right? And that's why all year I was telling you, I don't think they need a guard. And I was dead fucking wrong. Like, you were 100% right. I was an idiot. We've been Um, telling you this sob story since the first game. We were like, oh, probably should have got that guard. Guard. No, Probably should have got that point guard. Should have just got any guard. Like, just you need... Do you but remember I get when, how they got there? Like I, I get it. I get it. And I, do you remember when they went when they when all the hero abbeys went at my neck because I said he wasn't a point guard? Oh my god! <laughs> you would have you would have thought I said the guy was a, a, a criminal or like a murderer. I just said he's not a point guard, and I think I was right. I don't know. Maybe you know. Maybe we have more. Uh, there's more evidence needs to be collected. But I think we're, <laughs> I mean, I the couldn't team believe Moose went at you for that. Huh? I couldn't believe Moose went at you for that. Moose is just blinded. <laughs> Moose is my, is blinded by the phrase. He's blinded, like, by phrase. Yeah. Moose is blinded by his phrase. Yeah, blinded by the branding. He's so tied to the branding that he can't let go. But listen, listen, we'll do drip drop no matter what, whether he's exactly. traded or not. We, I was thinking about that yesterday. We'll like, do you're it. safe, Moose. When he's gone next year, we'll still do it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! Here we go. Go ahead, Jesse. No uh, I think I fixed my audio, so I just wanted to come back and say there was a point in the game last night when you talk about Precious and Bam, where Bam set a screen for Tyler. He came off of it. He ran right into a body. He went for a weird floater. Next play, Bam rolls, gets the ball, blows a layup. The next play. <laughs> They double bam. Precious is wide open, and he he jumps and he doesn't even make it to the rim and blows the low up and uh, blows the layup in the third quarter. They can't play together. The two bam and Precious can't play together, and they definitely can't have. I wonder who's court. been saying <laughs> that, Johnny. I know. I've been listening. It is. It is. But it's baffling. We're in April. How is this like? How has there been no development? They look worse. As a group, I guess that's because, you know, we've been trying to limit their time and mitigate it because we know how bad they can, they can play together. But once again, when you shore in the rotation, Precious is in the rotation and Belitz is not playing in these games right now. So how do we, how do we adjust that? How do we fix what y'all, that? What y'all think really going to happen with Belly? Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to say, I keep saying what I think is happening with Belly, but I feel like, I'm the only person. I'm on this island by myself. I'm I'm not happy with the belly trade, but I'm hoping that they're just letting him get his conditioning right right now, trying to get him to get more of the athleticism, lose some of that. You can't. You can't. You you can't. You can't go to Target and buy athleticism. I know. I'm just saying. Just he looks. You know, (laughs) spending a little bit more time during practice in the work weight room. And worrying about gameplay and setting these screens no, and no, like wait, performing wait, sets. Did Tiffany just say that she'd prefer Mo Harkless over Belly? Because she said that she didn't like the Belly trade, which was Harkless and Silva. Well, 
I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a weird. Is this character development? Weird, weird Are you longing for Mo Harkless at the four minutes? <laughs> Man. Oh no. Man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think we've stumbled on. <laughs> I think Belly still gets some minutes at some point, but like as of right now, he's out of the rotation, and that's not I a good look. I don't understand what Precious gives you over Belly. I really don't. Like a Precious can't go protect the rim. Defense, uh, I guess. He, he's he's as confused. I mean, he's, he's more than with rebounds. Huh? So he's not even getting rebounds. No. Like, I'm, his, his, yeah, yeah, sure, he's athletic and he moves, but he don't know where the fuck he's going. <laughs> he like, I'd like, rather. He I, like map. I told you, he's just like in the way, and it's he sad. needs ways. He needs he, ways. <laughs> and then, and then, belly, like at least belly will get to where he's supposed to be. It'll take him a while. <laughs> he moves to the beat of his own. Big drum. Precious looks like me anytime I go to Flamingo Park to play with actual basketball players. <laughs> I just uh, I got on the court one time and then I'm like, you know, they're not picking me up. Let me just get my bag and leave. But he doesn't have that auction. That's why I don't go play basketball anymore. <laughs> That's exactly it. I just want to shoot jumpers by myself. <laughs> so I don't I don't I don't know what they're going to do or what they can do. I think they should just pray for Vic. I mean, what was that Eric Spolcher quote about Dwayne Deadman? He played what thirteen minutes, and he was like, "Oh, you felt like he played thirty tonight." Like, I don't want to hear that. Like, that's not the quote. Six, not the quote that he said he played six minutes and felt like he played thirty, well, which would which would explain his aging process. Exactly. <laughs> he looks like he's, he's like fifty-five. He's, he's, oh my god! He's a uh, he's a uh, Thomas Buttons. He's Benjamin Buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin went one way; he going the other way. Oh my god! He always looks disappointed, like in everybody. Because <laughs> he's an uncle. He's an he looks uncle. like an uncle. <laughs> like he was born to be an uncle. That is constantly disappointed at the family. Oh, like at, at the family drama. Like he just wants to, you know, he lives a good, happy life and he just wants people to get along and behave and nobody. And he'll fix the shit out of your car. Exactly. Oh, and your sink. And don't even need the overalls. <laughs> he don't even need the overalls. <laughs> He just show up with a hammer in his pocket. <laughs> you ask him if you need to get any extra tools from Home Depot. He's like, no, nah, I got my screwdriver. I'm good. <laughs> he's he's ever he doesn't use power tools. He's, he, he likes it the old fashioned way. He just turned the shit out of that screwdriver. Just, uh, uh, him and RJ Barrett played uh, basketball together in high school. All right, get out. <laughs> get out. Bye, guys. <laughs> Dwayne Dedman plays with a pack of cools in his socks. Al, look what you started. Dude, I don't know what I'm allowed to laugh at or not. We were having a nice, funny visual. I just want to say, though, everybody, this is it with Precious. He, there's no development that's going to happen. Because there's no practice, there's no yeah. He didn't get anything, and he's he doesn't appear to be the guy that can learn in game. So we're not going to see anything. This is not his fault. No, it's it's not. not It's not. But I just want to let people know, like, come on, this is it. This man is like, it's an uphill battle with rocks in his pocket. It's not going to (laughs) happen. Oh my god. Well, you, you you know what? The, 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 my anger with the with the precious thing is that the, they the Heat made a pick like they didn't need any help, right? <laughs> like they got time for development. God, we were all fooled. We were all fooled. Who's we? No, me no, we weren't. No, me and the Heat. Oh, okay. Alf, you oh. know I shit on that team every fucking day last year. You know I thought they were dog shit. I, Tiff, last year I was like, this team fucking sucks. They can't defend anybody. They get the corpse of Vigadal and Jay Crowder. I watch them, but I was like, this, this motherfucker, these say suck. I go, Jay Crowder can't shoot. I go, mm-hmm. Andre sucks and can't shoot. I go, none of these dudes can defend anybody. I go, they're going to get blasted. See? And listening to you, bitch, and moan, that's why Alf chose me. Alf, what did I say last year? Alf used year? to get <laughs> so mad at me in our group chat. Alf, you know what Alf, 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 he was Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Alf. See, you listening to this stuff G is saying, but what did I tell you before the finals when they got Jay Crowder? Didn't I say they could go with Jay Crowder? What did yeah. I say? You tell did. Him, tell him, Alf. That's why you picked me over G. <laughs> I called him a mediocre shooter, and then he proceeded to then shoot sixty percent for the next two months. My mental were on fire. 
fire. <laughs> well, listen, and we we can talk about the bubble and and not call it a fluke, right? Right. But you can come off of that season. Watch what they, look at what they lost and what they gained. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, who, all the people they so called gained are all gone now um, and aged. And and then you you could say that you can look at Goran Dragic and say there's no way. This guy can uh, go through one the shortest offseason in NBA history into a truncated 72-game schedule and give you 20, 22 points a night. I was wrong. My bad. It's, <laughs> it, it, but it's not, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're wrong. I mean, it's the Heat were wrong. Right. And like, we it, can be it's wrong, like G. snowball effect of drinking Kool-Aid. Like, I don't believe, I don't believe, I don't believe. And then once I believe, you have me for a while. And, I, like, next season, I'm not going to trust them. You was drinking it too long. Your ass is on that island with Jim Jones. Tiff, but you, you know, have- so you know, I'm negative as fuck. But you know that if they fucking go to Minnesota <laughs> and beat the brakes off of them, you know I'm back. Al, he was on the island with Jim Jones, just drinking, <laughs> just drinking that damn Kool Aid. <laughs> Bad shooting congressman, right? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a hard out. <laughs> That, that was, were, yeah. Um, so such a weird reference. Uh, yes, it was. <laughs> um, but you know what? What I will say about the front office, right? I feel like we're bagging on the Heat really hard. They saw what happened during the season and they addressed it. Yeah. yeah. And they they really addressed, we all felt like Trevor Reza has been a really good pickup. Yeah. Think about right? where they would be without him. Yes, I mean, come on, like Trevor. Reese has been I don't want to think about that. <laughs> I still think Belly is going can give them something at some point. And the big thing was Vic. Vic got hurt, and we don't know if Vic is out. We like we're 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 was doom and gloom. I feel like if Vic comes back, uh, you know, in a week or so, everything will feel different again. Yeah, but right. So. But let's give them credit for adjusting. Oh, yeah, no, I, I get, listen, they did what they had to do, and they really, they only had to give up a generational big and Kelly Olenek to get it done. <laughs> Damn, Gene, you out here like Peppermint Patty. You just, that dog, you see them over there? I'm like, what the fuck? And they're like two and nine. Putting up fam numbers. Not even. Two Better. Yeah, two but the nine. difference is, shit, I could go get some buckets on that team. They just need exactly. people to shoot. Is he their best player? No, I guess Christian Wood is. But, I mean, if Kelly Olenek is your best player on your team, you are lottery bound. Yeah. Two That's nine. it. I love the net rating guy. All right, guys, we're running out of time. Uh, yeah. We really appreciate everybody for stopping through. Uh, remember to check out, if you missed any of these sessions, you can go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Miami Heapy. Uh, our Twitch shows at twitch.tv slash Miami Heapy and our Twitter account at Miami Heapy. There's a podcast tonight. It's live, 7 p.m. on Twitch. Uh, I will be more measured and I will bring research. Uh, so check us out there. Uh, much love. Appreciate y'all. Bye, guys.